Welcome to a Healing Peace Podcast. My name is Kimir Baker. I am an overcomer, writer, speaker, and God enthusiast. I am fueled by helping women achieve their emotional healing so that they can live the abundant life God has for them. In this podcast series, we provide faith-based inspiration to men from emotional hurt along with tools and tips for emotional wellness. In your journey, as you apply these tools and tips, you will begin to live the transformed life that you always desire. In fact, you will possess a new you. Welcome back. I am so excited about what's to come. I did not have enough. So I decided to join Keisha Simone once more for an incredible radio interview. Actually, I signed myself up for it because I wanted to provide inspiration for 2020. I wanted to provide tips as we plan for the new year. Because you know how we do. We start a new year with goals. Hey, no harm in that. We want to be victorious. By the way, how are you doing with your progress? Well, in my interview with Keisha, we discussed four principles that can be applied to any situation. These principles will also help you to be more successful in the goals that you set for the new year. Take a listen. So this is a new year 2020 and I am glad about it. Mm-hmm. Yes, we got my girl in a building again today, Miss Kamir Baker. Yes, she has returned. You guys, welcome this uh, wonderful Saturday. You guys, no matter what you're going through, you're awake, you can hear, you can breathe, you can walk, you can talk. Mm-hmm. Those are things to be grateful for that we sometimes take for granted. Yep. I know over the holidays, I learned so much. Well, before I even start, I just want to give thanks for God for allowing me to see another year. Mm-hmm. Because not everybody woke up and seen 2020. Yeah. On the first day, yeah. I got messages and look at the news. And I was like, wow, this is already starting off. Mm-hmm. God is taking his angels. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I have to thank God for that because everything could be a lot worse than what it is. Right. And I think sometimes we forget that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, even going through this week on Thursday, a couple of days ago, I took my son to the airport and he's back in Hawaii serving the country. So I have to salute him for that. Darian, thank you for coming home, even though you surprised me too much. You getting deployed. Thank you so much for that. And we have a wonderful, wonderful interview this morning or this morning. Why am I saying morning? This afternoon that Miss Baker is going to share with us what we need to do to start out the year. Right. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So y'all get your energy, energy together while I get my words together and we're going to stop for a quick inspiration. Y'all pay attention. Don't go nowhere. This is Keisha Zamano, Southern Bell Radio, and DMWIRadio.com. <laughs> welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the first 2020 show here this Saturday afternoon. Thank you so much for joining us. We have the Miss Kamir Baker in the building. All right. She is ready to get started with this amazing interview, guys. She has some information she's going to share with us. We have some great questions to ask her because Mm -hmm. she was on just a couple of weeks ago. So we have some things that we want to know. And before we start, I just want to kick shouts out to my family, uh, to my boys again. It was an honor to have both of them for the Christmas holidays. 
And Miss Kamir, how was your holidays? Today? I had a wonderful holiday. I went home, spent time hey, with my family. Hey, we went home. Yeah, and and where's uh, home again? Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah. yeah. And nobody killed each other. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Amen. Yeah. And that's I came good. back with a whole full suitcase of great stuff. They were spoiling me. Oh, yeah. that's always priceless. I was like, I need to go away more often. So I come <laughs> back with some good gifts. That's what I say when I go to California. I'm like, oh, I need to take a trip out yeah. a little bit more. Yeah. So, so, Ms. Kamir, speaking of traveling and speaking of going places and speaking of doing things, your business is called A Healing Piece, right? Yes. We had a couple of listeners that had questions the last time you were oh, here. Okay. And um, I'm grateful that they were able to hear because yes. I know I wasn't using the microphone too well. <laughs> so I'm trying my best today to be heard. Yes. And they will let us know. And unfortunately, you guys, we aren't live on Facebook and we are live on Instagram today because we're doing some upgrades and elevates. So. Next week, tune in, and we'll definitely um, see you guys. But we're doing a couple of different changes, huh, boys, man? So, you guys, just be ready. 2020, we're doing our vision a little bit different for Southern Bell Radio. But stick with us. You'll be able to see us again soon. Now, back to you, Ms. Baker. A healing piece. Mm -hmm. I think some people got kind of in their feelings oh. when they were saying how they were not able to open because a lot of them were still in the situations and they didn't know how. Because you know how sometimes people can come and say, well, this is what you should do and this is what you should do. And like I was explaining to one of the young ladies, mm -hmm. she's still in her situation and mm -hmm. you can't see it until you're ready to be released. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I know what you were saying and I've been there mm -hmm. and I'm out of it. Mm -hmm. But when you in it, it's like, well, you don't understand and you don't. Da -da 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 -da. You get what I'm saying? Sure. So we're going to touch into that, which I know we're going from shallow to the deep waters. Sure. But we want them to know, because I know some of them are listening, mm -hmm. that it is a process. Oh, for And it's sure. okay. Can you elaborate on that? And then we'll go into the other questions. Yeah. I think one of the, the key things about being still in the situation is that usually you're plagued with a lot of shame and guilt. Mm. And you're not necessarily aware of the full impact of what's okay. going on. Okay. But because that shame and guilt is so powerful, it is so yes. overwhelming. Yes. It, it keeps you trapped. Okay. Okay. And uh, the things that I was trying to share was go get help. Okay. And sometimes that's not necessarily in our vocabulary because we don't necessarily know how to trust the right people. Because you're in a situation where you're trusting the wrong person who is afflicting this harm. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. And so, and so in that affliction, it's very difficult to think, okay, well, someone else can have my interest. Right. Someone else can actually support me and help guide me through what I'm going through. Right. And I know a lot of things that I've shared was I came from the tail end of it where I've right. already worked through a lot of those things. Right. And that's what I was telling yeah. her. I think that's where she misunderstood it because she thought you just went in it for like a day and then oh, you came out the next no. day. And I was like, whoa, no, whoa, because no, no, I got no, these no, long no. paragraphs. And I was like, wait a minute. No. <laughs> We're going to attack that at the beginning because I don't want that misconception like you've been through it, but you really haven't. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's definitely not what I want to convey. Right. And that's why I was trying to give a little bit of my timeline as well. Love because it. there were huge years in the middle of everything. You know, I had my abuse when I was young at seven, mm -hmm. seven to nine. I didn't get professional help until I was in my 20s because I had an emotional mm. breakdown. Okay. okay. And because of living in that shame and guilt, as well as being in relationships where that trust was off. Right. 
Right. And so I was refueling a lot of that pain, a lot of that discord. Mm -hmm. And basically I was living trapped. I was reliving trauma over and over again. And so in my 20s, my body finally said, no, you can't do this anymore. Gotcha. gotcha. It, It finally said that how you're progressing, how you're living is causing more harm. Gotcha. gotcha. And so then, and then being older at that time, I was able to, you know, know and understand how to find the right help. Okay. When you're younger, you don't really know. That's true. That's true. Yeah. That is true. And even if you hear it, you don't really believe it. Right. Because I know one uh, young lady and she wasn't really as deep as this other one. This Mm -hmm. one that was very deep and and I'll get into some more questions in a minute that she, well, it really wasn't questions. It was kind of comments that she was making Mm -hmm. that I think she, well, I know she couldn't have understood it because Mm -hmm. I'm like, wait a minute. Nobody said that we were on it because I, I've, I've been through it myself. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think when you're listening to it and, and it goes back to the stage that you're in exactly. in that process. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. she's still in it. So I can't tell you what to do right now because you have to want to. Right. And I think she's at that stage to where she's still like this. Right. With her eyes closed. Right. And not only that, she doesn't know. Right. Basically, this is this is your truth. This is your reality. Right. And so you hear something that's a little bit out of that reality and you're like, uh, uh-uh, uh, that ain't right. That ain't right. That ain't true. Right. Because I'm living this right now and this yep. is hurting me right now. And this is yes! and that's right what now. she was saying. Yeah. And I'm and so like, how dare you tell me that <laughs> I can live a full life when I'm suffering at this particular point. Right. Yeah. And so that's understandable because you're in that circumstance. But what happens is when you stay in that mindset, you stay trapped. Yes, true. And you stay like relive, like I said, reliving that trauma, re- right? Redoing it, right? And then you're angry at the world. Yeah, you yeah. mad at everybody. Yeah, because I remember when I started my therapy, I, I was going in my twenties, uh-huh. and a person challenged me. They were like, "How come everything is everybody else's fault? Like, mm, when will you take responsibility for, for your own actions?" Gotcha. Like, when will you take responsibility for That's not everybody trying to beat you up? That. Right. You know? Right. But because of my truth, everybody was beating me up. Yeah. And so I had to yeah. learn to distinguish what was true versus what was the reality that I created for myself because my pain was so powerful mm. and it was suffocating the truth out of me. It's funny that you say that because I had a um, real moment with mm-hmm. a dear friend of mine that I've been through ups and downs with, and mm-hmm. that person was just talking about basically the emotions. Yeah. Because I was very emotional yeah. and I still am growing out of it. Yeah. And I realized how emotional that I was when my was very emotional and mm-hmm. it drained me. Oh, for and sure. I was like, this is what people feel like when they're around me. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. And I would say as an adult, uh, I'll say my age. I'm in my 40s. <laughs> I won't go into how deep in my forties, and we still look good. Yeah, thank you very much. And uh, but that's something that I still deal with. Yeah, because of working through my it's emotions. A work in progress. Yeah, and especially for someone who's been traumatized. Yeah, your emotions are elevated yes. more than the average person. Yes, yes, right. Especially when you've been hurt a lot, because you feel like you always beat it. Yes. You feel like you're always just you against the world. Right. You know what I'm saying? But then I had to take a step back and look at the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. Some things are not about me. Yeah. And actually, that's part of one of the principles that I have listed out. Oh, yes. yes we so got here. the principles today. Yeah. And one of them, the second principle is find the truth. Okay. And that is your emotions. They're not fact checkers. Fact mm. checkers. Your emotions do not tell you the truth. 
Oh, I'm about to write that down. Hmm. And, and so when you're real deep. and so when you're going through your emotional healing process, there's a journey where you have to retrain your brain to be able to find the truth in every situation because your emotions they're there to let you know that something is off and wrong. Mm. There's a good piece of it, but what happens is, especially when you've gone through a lot of hurt, is that you end up putting on all those other experiences and on you- top of it. Right. Yes. That's because when you're going through it, you thinking of this happened, that right. happened, you did this, you did right. that. Oh my God. Right. That and is so, so true. You have to go through, okay, what is true in this situation? Did this person actually hurt me? Or am did I, I thinking that, that this, because of this other experience, and most of the times when we're going through our healing, a lot of it is that we project. And that's something yeah. that in my own journey, I got talked about, like, come here, I'm not that other person. Right. Stop it. Right. You know, this is not that relationship. Stop it. You know what? And that is true because I even had to say, look, that happened, but yes. that's not this. Exactly. Chill out, Keisha. Exactly. Stop doing that. Stop exactly. taking stuff to heart. Yeah. That person ain't look at you like that because of this. Right. That person might have did it years ago, but that don't mean this person is doing it. Exactly. Oh my. And so that's this where is this is learning good. that my emotions are not fact checkers. Emotions are not. I'm trying to say F A C T listeners if you're <laughs> sometimes my English gets blurry. But checkers. I love that. Yeah. Love that. And, and so as you're going through your healing journeys, what happens is, is that it does take more effort yes. to look for the truth. It does. It does. Because we're so used to seeing our truth. Mm-hmm. And when you've been hurt a lot, like I had to face that my emotions have driven people away. Uh-huh. My emotions get draining. Like, yeah. I, I know sometimes my sister, my best friends, they get tired. Every time I call them talking about the same thing. Yeah. And sometimes I know my sister's like, okay, well, I got to call. I'm going to call you back. Yeah. But I know she just won't get off the phone. Right. And I, I'm not mad at her. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because I drain me. Right. But it's like, I want to get it out. Exactly. Because if I keep it in, I feel like I'm going to go crazy. And that's so true. And that's why we always talk about having safe people, safe relationships. So you can balance it out. You can give yeah. one this person, person a little bit. Yeah, and get another person. person. <laughs> and, and then you rotate them. So they're not completely, you, pu- you know, yeah, passing out. <laughs> and and that's something for me that's been a challenge because. I love it, Miss Kamir. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> because I'm so used to having that one, one person. Yeah, because you're scared to share with more than person right. because of the trust issues. Exactly. And then the very person you share, we go tell everybody. and they yes. just, So you get scared. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I know these will not, but then I don't want to drain them and I right. don't want to overwhelm them with the same thing all the time because yeah. when you're emotionally destroyed behind something it be a relationship family mm-hmm. that's the first thing on your mind all the yeah. time you yeah. wake up with it you go to bed with yeah. it you think about it all day even yeah. when you don't want to think about it right how do you handle that well I think and then the first one of my emotional okay, principles so let's go back let's go back because yeah. I think I'm skipping a gun yeah let's talk about the principles yeah and, and it applies to everything okay right? okay and so to answer your question specifically which is how do I get up the next day and not be completely consumed by it yes right yes and so my first principle is transformation prayer okay right and and I say that because what happens is a couple of things we've been hurt so much that we don't think that God is listening. True. Or we didn't get what we want. You know, we have life dis- disappointments. 
but we think God isn't there and he doesn't care about us. Right. But what I always encourage people to do is to kind of look through their prayer life with a different lens. Right. Right. Mm, with and, a different lens. I yeah. Like and, and the first one is instead of making it overly complicated, because I know when I was growing up, we was taught the Lord's Prayer. Right. You say this every day, da, 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 and then you pray your stuff. Right. And what happens is that it becomes very methodical. It becomes not heartfelt. Right, right. It's like I'm just saying something like the Pledge of, of Allegiance. Right. Just something I'm it's supposed just, to say. Right. Just to get me through the day, just right. to, so I can <clears throat> quasi feel good that I did something. Right, right, right. Yeah. And so what I try to encourage people to do in that transformation prayer is just to talk as if God is sitting next to you. Mm, and like just that. to have a conversation. And it's amazing that once you start talking through things, you'll be able to get more at peace. Mm. And as you're talking through those things, coming up with what I said, the fact checkers. Right. Like looking at, okay, what is true? What is not true? Okay, God, help me to see the truth in this. God, um, I need your help. This is right. way over my head. Way over my head. And and I need to calm down. Right, right, And right. I tell people all the time, like, I'm one of those kick and scream, cry babies, throw myself on the floor type prayer person. <laughs> because my emotions are so, so intense, intense that I need to be able to process it. Right. And sometimes when I'm just rehashing over my in my head, I'm not necessarily getting it out. And right. so that should be the first step is, like, talk it through with God. Talk it through. Okay. And okay. then the other thing that's really key, especially when you're dealing with disappointments and all those type of things, mm -hmm. is to keep a journal and to look at the things where God has brought you out of. Not only brought you out, but what did he say no to? Because sometimes mm -hmm. we think I'm supposed to get everything because I finally, I finally got myself in a good place. I finally surrendered. Now I'm supposed to get X, Y, and Z. Wow. And right? you think that's what it's supposed to be. Right. Because I pray. Be what and I'm being faithful. Right. Right. And, and I did everything you told me to yep. do. Yep. And, and how you said do yep. it. And it didn't happen. Right. And then you get mad at God. Yeah. And then you stop talking there. to him. I've been there. And you say, well, God, you don't love me because yep. you didn't answer X, Y, and Z. And so what I encourage people to do is keep a journal of those things that God said no to and revisit. Because when you go back to it, sometimes you begin to see the bigger picture. Why you didn't get that. Right. Because right now we don't see the big picture. That's true. It's really At small. All. Yeah. Yeah. And so like for me, like I'm, like I said before, I'm an overachiever. Like I like to do a lot of different yes. things. I like to receive stuff. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like, God, I worked. I'm expecting my raise yeah. by the end of the year. Yeah. I did all this. I came in. I was on time. I, I was talking did everything to people. I, I denied to myself because I wanted to slap everybody, but I didn't. So by the end of the year, I'm supposed to get my raise. Yes. Right? Yes. But instead, by the end of the year, I got fired. Ooh. What do you do with that? So was God not listening? Bitter. Right. Did he not listen to me the whole time? Right? Well, I, I, I was trying to do all these things. You know, make sure I was on top of my game. Right. Hey, why well, I'm fired. Right? Right. And so I've experienced something similar where I thought I was supposed to be here at my job. And then at the end of the year, they, you know, cut my pay. Wow. <laughs> yeah, demoted. And I was like, what in the world? Right. I was being faithful. Right. But what God was trying to teach me was a couple of things. That year where I was doing me, trying to get to the top, I was thinking about God. I was doing me. And so he was trying to tell me that, hey, everything you do got to go through me. That's right. 
And also, when all that stuff shifted, like when he was developing my character, helping me to mature, helping me to grow up, right. at the right time, he gave me a new job where I had to raise. Mm. But at the end of the year, I was hurting because I was like, God, this ain't what it's supposed to be. But the following year, it was much better because I matured in my outlook of who I needed to be for him. Gotcha. Right? Okay. And so, okay. so when we're in those situations, we don't see the bigger picture. We don't know that he's going to give us something better. Right. Because in this right now, hey. That's all I see. Yeah. And so I encourage people to write those things down. And you know what? You may not get the full picture that year. Right. Right. But it may be the next year or the third or the, or third. the fourth or fifth. Right. Because God, he always has a purpose. And if you're surrendered to his purpose, and you're looking for his purpose. Because sometimes we don't look. Yeah. Yeah. Because sometimes we're looking at our own purpose. Right. But if we're looking for his purpose, he makes it clear. He's like, hey, no, you weren't ready for that. That is so true. You know, you, you would have taken all that money, did X, Y, and Z. You weren't ready. Yeah. Because I know with the fame that I wanted and things of that nature, it's well, certain people that I wanted to have back. Certain people are like, oh, I'm going to do this for this person. Yeah. I'm going to do that for that person. Yeah. God said, I didn't tell you to do that. Yeah. Yeah. So how about I just shut it down and you don't get it and right. you can't give it to them. Right. And then you mad. Yeah, I was big mad. Right. Because we did times. all this work. Because I'm like, God, I know I'm good. I, I'm cute. Right. So why didn't make it as a model? I, I can act my butt out. Why, right. What, what happened to my right. I got all these nominees. Right. I'm, I can sing. I got... Uh, what happened? Right. I ain't good enough. Right. What's up? And then that's a very good perspective or what I try to help people with as well is because of those disappointments, we change who God has designed us to be. Mm, break it down for me. Okay, because you said, I was doing, I know I can do X, Y, and Z. Right. But when this didn't work out, I started questioning that X, Y, and Z. I started oh, thinking. That's instead of me not I'm being, supposed, okay, I got you. I got I, you. You started thinking that those are not God's gifts to you. Right. Because you haven't been able to manifest them in the way that you thought they I should thought manifest. I thought they should be manifested. Right. So then you go on a different path. Right. And then God was like, hey, that ain't the path I told you to go on. <laughs> Bring it back. And I do that all the time right. because I'm an overachiever. So yeah. I'm expecting that if I did X, Y, and Z, I should get this result. Right. And God was like, uh, but that result is not what I created you to be. Hmm. Okay. I right? got you. But got it you. doesn't mean that my gifts that I gave you are inaccurate. It doesn't mean that they don't have value. Makes sense. Right. And so what happens is we think, oh, I don't have value. So we start living our life without having value. And we reinforce that truth versus what is real truth. And mm. thus, it goes back to that uh, that fact checker. Right. What is true? I have these talents. God has given me these talents. It may not be manifested in the way that I want right now. Right. But it doesn't mean he made a mistake in creating me. It doesn't mean that his gifts that he gave me were an accident. That's true because I know a lot of people come to me and they're thinking they should be here or they should be there mm -hmm. when they haven't put in the work. Or oh. they haven't been faithful to the assignment. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because me and T. Jones, we talk about that all the time. People yeah. want to get up here in the studio and record songs, but you haven't practiced the lyrics. I know. You know? <laughs> Sometimes I wish I was you know that talented. Mm -hmm. You oh, know, like, I wish I could hear that G key and know what I need to do. Mm -hmm. Right? You but know, you have to learn the notes. Right. Hello, you got to first learn the words too, you know? Right. And it, it, it saddens, I know for him, uh, mm -hmm. because he, 
produce all this other right. stuff and me i just help this is what you should do and right. let me show you where to go and get it you know right. that it's like we're taking away their dream right and you can't take away something that is yours you can't take away something that god gave you right right yeah but you got to do the work yeah yeah and being faithful that god's plan is still true for your life mm. now when you say being faithful to that that's being consistent and not going mm -hmm. left or right on mm -hmm. that pattern, right? Yeah. Because that's another thing that I wanted yeah. to ask you because the young lady was asking, how long do you suppose to stay on that path of knowing this is for you before you decide to do it? Now, that was on down. That was on the other questions. Yeah. But since we done touched it now, yeah. because this is something that's very relevant and it's so great that you're the first show in 2020 because people's mindset yeah. has to be ready. Yeah. And I will say this. I am not the best person in this area. I'll be honest. You may not be the best in your yeah. eyes, yeah. but you're very well qualified okay. to be the best in I appreciate ours. that. <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate it. And the reason why I say that is because my natural instinct of being an overachiever sometimes try to hijack me. Mm. Right? And that's the human side. Right. That's and, so, and so the human side is say, come here, you done this, um, you tired, stop it. Right. Right? You don't need to keep going. That's, that's what I had tried to tell myself several times. Yeah. And for me, I've been very lucky because, again, when I talked about looking for God's purpose. Right. When you seek him, he will be found. Yeah, he sure will. And that's in him thing. finding you, he will guide you back to what is his truth. Mm -hmm. And so I've wondered many times and for years. And I say that in the sense of the nonprofit. Okay. My yes. nonprofit uh, this is something that's been a passion in my life since my first breakdown when in my 20s. Gotcha. Because I learned like little tricks and tools of, you know, this actually works. And to be able yeah. to encourage yeah. people through their journey because it's hurtful. Yeah. And I was like, I was by myself. I felt alone. I, I felt, you know, kind of thrown in the trash, so to speak. And yeah, I was like, yeah. I don't want someone else to have that same experience, right? Right, right. And so in my 20s, I said, okay, one day I'm going to do X, Y, and G, and I'm going to help people to work through their emotional healing journey. I love it. Right? I love it. But I'm in my 40s. Right. And, I'm, and it's just starting to manifest. And that goes back to what I did the live about your season and yes. when it's your timing. Exactly. Mm, we're going to keep touching bases in a minute, y'all, because I got some more deep questions, but we're going to take a quick break. We're going to hear this song, Overtime, because we need some overtime today <laughs> to keep going. But uh, we're going to take a break and listen to Mr. Chris Brown. It's your girl, Keisha Simone on Southern Bell Radio, DFWIRadio.com. Hey.